It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus performance line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus performance line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday to you, Jaguar fans. This is Tony Wiggins with Locked On Jaguars with another episode to start the week here on a Monday. I got to tell you, today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. That's right, Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the world ever. You can go to BuiltBar.com and you'll get a 15% off when you use the promo code LOCKED15 off your next order. Um... I want to talk today about something that we actually try to avoid talking about. So I'm going to try to rebrand it and rename it a little bit. I want to talk about injuries because it's a it's a sport where it, it often happens. And so that we won't speak something into existence with the Jaguars, I'll look at it from the standpoint of the possibility of how it affects depth. And that's what I'll get into. Where's the depth on this team? And when I'm talking about injuries, I'm not necessarily talking about things that end a player's season as much as talking about things that the little nagging things that may happen where if somebody has to come out of a game for half a game or play here or play there or even a couple of games, where's the depth going to come from? Because we know it only takes one or two games to make a difference between a playoff team and a non-playoff team. So the depth part of it, where can the Jaguars not afford – 
any setbacks. And, and I think that's going to be critical. So we'll go over that in the first uh, couple of segments, and then we'll try to tie it all together in segment three and how uh, it could positively or negatively affect the season uh, as we look forward. But, you know, you, you always start these things by talking about the quarterback position. And the reason why it's necessary is because a couple of years ago, and the Jaguars uh, sort of were – self-optimistic anyway about Nick Foles when they signed him to a, a huge deal. And I know within our own community it was a split and there are a lot of people that didn't think it would work and and some people that thought that, you know, it would work. But it, it was coming off of those years, those lean years when Blake Bortles was the quarterback here, and folks just wanted some competency at, court, at, at that position. So you look at Nick Foles, a guy who we all watched and witnessed win a Super Bowl championship – against Bill Belichick and the Patriots where he put up 40-plus points for the Eagles. And the fact that Foles had his old quarterback coach, who was the offensive coordinator here, John Filippo, there were people who actually thought it would work. And I, even the people that didn't think it would work, I thought that they would – I thought even they thought it would be more competent than it, it, it actually turned out to be in hindsight. But it, it, it just wasn't. The thing is, though – I was in the press box in the first quarter when he threw a touchdown and he got slammed into the ground. And the first thing that hit your mind was we put so much stock into this quarterback, you almost felt the entire, all of the oxygen go out of that hot, that hot day. And it was full to the rafters of fans. You just felt the air totally get sucked out of everything. And the reason why it got that way was because Everyone put so much hope on that one position because they thought back then, because the defense was still considered pretty good, that the only thing this team needed was a quarterback. And they were obviously wrong, but in thinking that, on the first play of the game, boom, just like that, it's gone. Now, where that is similar to this year is there's been so much talk about Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, rightfully so. And it's a different situation than, obviously, the Nick Foles situation. But the scary factor is, is that this is football, and the prospect of that same thing happening, it, it, it's, it's, it's there. I mean, it's legitimately, it's legitimately there. And will that suck all of the air out of the franchise the way that injury did? Now, in hindsight, Gardner Minshew came in, and that entire frenzy of the Minshew mania and Uncle Rico and all of that stuff and the mustache and it grew into something over the next few weeks that folks really were able to grasp onto and, and, and gravitate towards. But obviously it was short-lived because Gardner Minshew, even though he's still on the team, is not the future of this team. This would be looked at and viewed a lot differently. Could they overcome could the Jaguars overcome that and still have a competent enough football team the way, say, the Saints were last year and some other teams around the league have been able to do while their quarterback was out? That's the question. So now we have to look at dry, uh, the depth by each position. And at some point we'll come up with a little bit of a consensus like where they can they least afford to lose people. I'm going to start, since we're already on the offensive side of the ball, let's start with offense. And let's start right there at the quarterback spot. This is Trevor's team. I do think they will be equipped enough to, to have a half a game or, 
or maybe a game if if they have to play without him. I think the team is built up and is strong enough now that that they're not going to totally fall apart. This is, however, his team, and it's going to be built based on uh, he's going to be the identity of this offense. So will there be a drop-off? Sure there will be. Will it mean they have absolutely no shot to win a couple of games here and there? No, it won't mean that. It does have a it, – it will mean that they probably won't have a shot to go to the playoffs. And it should, unless it's a rare situation like the one I mentioned in New Orleans. It really should mean that that they um, they wouldn't have a shot at, at, at winning anything because when you draft a franchise quarterback, he's a franchise quarterback for a reason. What about running back? Last year, I would have told you, no, if they lose James Robinson, they're done. I can't definitively say that this year because of the presence of Travis Etienne and plus the uh, presence of Carlos Hyde, who is, is, a, is a veteran football player who probably understands everything about the offense already because he played uh, for the offense coordinator in Seattle. So, yeah, I do think the running back room looks good. And it, it and I know it won't justify it. It, it won't make people feel uh, – people that don't like the fact that the Jags used the first-round pick on, on Travis Etienne, this won't change their mind. But when you look at the totality of it now, it makes a, a lot more sense – and uh, when you consider uh, the depth of that position and when you consider the fact that uh, these days and age you need more than one running back and most teams that are successful actually have multiple backs, uh, you can kind of understand why it kind of makes a little bit more sense for the Jaguars as a whole because now that's an area that they don't have to worry about. All right, I'm going to look at some of these other positions uh, in segment two. and We're going to go position by position on offense and then we'll get to the defense. And it will kind of put it all in a nutshell. So we're going to try to not mention the I word, but we're going to most mainly focus on depth. One of the ways that you uh, have to get to the depth and even uh, get to the point where you're starting to, to really look at depth is because the inevitable fact that football is a tough sport and there are times when guys are going to get nicked up. So we'll make sure that we phrase it correctly, but then in segment two, take a look at some of these other positions, and we'll do that here in just a second on a Monday edition of Locked on Jaguars. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good habits. That's right, good money habits. Who doesn't want instant gratification? If you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma money, you can win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your instant karma cash will be added to your spend account. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com, win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's right. Creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by the MVB Bank. Incorporated member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. 
Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic bowl cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. All right, man, we're back here in segment two here on Locked on Jaguars on a wonderful, wonderful Monday. Uh, It was a really, really great weekend. Celebrated my anniversary and uh, had a good time with my family. And now I'm back here with you guys here on Locked on Jaguars on a Monday. I hope my voice isn't sounding too bad because it's, it's gone a little bit. Old T-Wig did a little bit of yelling and screaming while he was celebrating and enjoying some of the weekend action in sports. So bear with me here. We previously, we talked about the quarterback position and the running back position and checking the depth and seeing how deep this is. You love the Jaguars. How deep is your love? That's an old BG song. So let's look at the depth, man, in case, you know, because every team is always challenged and they're going to have to go there. The tight end position. Woo, boy. I know there's this big debate right now about how important that position is to this team and Urban Meyer's offense, uh, but whatever it is, I, I don't think the, the depth at the tight end position is, is – is, I don't even think the, the front part of the, the tight end position is any good, not to mention the, the, the depth. and I, The fact that I don't think there's much separation between guy one and guy seven or guy one and guy five at least uh, tells you something. And uh, I think this first year they may use those guys as blockers. And if you get any production out of them, it, you know, they won't be calling plays for tight ends. But pretty soon it'll be one of those things of, hey, Trevor's back there, nobody's guarding the dude, and they can catch him out in the flat, then good. Uh, but it looks like beyond Shaughnessy, they they just don't have a, a lot on the roster in terms of experienced guys that can catch the ball. So that's a, that's a serious trouble spot. But it's not a trouble spot from the, the standpoint of the depth. It's a trouble spot, period. I mean, even at the top of that. So uh, let's go to the wide receiver position. I think the wide receiver position is very, very deep. Now, it remains to be seen, and I'll be out there this week to take a look at it, but it remains to be seen is what remains to be seen is where the guys line up. Like, I'm not smart enough to tell you the difference between X, Y, and a Z and all of that stuff, but I know you can have a bunch of dudes, but do you have guys that, that can play every spot and are versatile? And I know um, the veteran they signed, uh, Marvin, Marvin Jones, he he is. You know, generally when a guy's been around the league that long, he's a professional pass catcher. He can do any and everything that you need him to do in order to um, to, to make the, the – the, he can be the glue guy of that unit, and that's what really what I think he is. DJ Chark is your, your alpha, I believe. I think he's your alpha, big play, wide out. And uh, LaVisca Chenault is, is going to be probably – the second guy you look for, they're going to probably look for him to be able to beat guys down the field one-on-one with his physical ability so and his ability to run after the catch. So I think the offensive uh, wide receivers are – the wide receivers on offense are, are, are deep. 
I think they're versatile. I think there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot in that room. Obviously, the more the merrier. You know, you can't have too many weapons. And I think right now most people are looking at that position saying they got too many people who, you know, you got too many guys. Like everybody can't catch the ball. And I think that's a good problem to have, especially when you're looking at it from a depth standpoint. To me, the most important thing outside of Trevor Lawrence is the offensive line. And that calls into another question. Now, look, there are names that you know. Will Richardson, Tyler Shatley. There are names that you know. And, of course, um, you know, the the new draft picks, you know, who they signed in the – who they got in the second round this year, Walker Little. I think Walker Little's presence makes this unit really, really – it's exciting for me because now you have a legitimate guy who can play tackle in case one of those guys is starting or press those guys for a starting position. And if one of those guys has to be the backup, and by that I mean Cam Robinson and Jawan Taylor, that's a good-looking young tackle room you know, with, with those guys as a trio. The guard positions, we know all the veterans that are on the line and, you know, whether it's Ben Barch and Tyler Shatley and Will Richardson, the guys that are going to back those guys up. I would like them to see – would like them to see – would like to see them do a little bit more in that area or add a little bit more in that area or just flat out develop somebody. But you're going to have to see guy number eight and number nine really, really develop uh, before you can really have a, a – a real good take on exactly how good they are. But I think the fact that they can go probably seven deep, uh, you know, the starting lineup plus two two guys, one one guy, you know, can swing on the outside and then a guy like Shatley can swing in the middle or they can move other guys around to if they have to put Shatley at one of those interior positions. I think that's enough to get started with and say that they're okay there, but they still have to find some people um, in training camp, some other guys – to, to when you get to number eight and number nine uh, on this year's uh, Jaguar team. All right, we're going to take a look at the defense. We're going to talk about the depth so far uh, as we know it. And that's why it's going to be fun to watch a lot of these battles inside of training camp because that's where that's where it's going to get good when you when you see guys that are battling for these last positions. All right, when you see guys battling for these last spots and these last positions, these things are important. And, and, and you look at any team that has to dig – Tampa had to do it last year on the offensive line. Um, they had to do it in the defensive backs – with the defensive backs last year. And even their running back situation, they had to make sure – they had to find guys who could, who could get some carries uh, when one of their running backs was out. Leonard was out for a while, and then their other running back missed some time. So your backup running back, your third-string running back is important from pass protection. You go in there with two healthy running backs, and then all of a sudden one guy needs to come out and take a blow because he gets a cramp, and the other guy has to go in. He has to be able to help out, and he has to be able to play. That's what good teams do, and hopefully the Jaguars are trying to turn their corners. We're going to look at the defense, and we'll do that in segment three and then try to put it all in a nutshell on a Monday edition of Locked on Jaguars. I want to tell you about the best tasting protein bar ever. It's also our show sponsor today, and that's Built Bar. Built Bar is the real deal, man. And did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors now? That's right, nine. And occasionally they have a limited time flavor that they'll throw in there on you. But right now it's nine delicious flavors. It's coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's something for everyone and the calories and the sugars and the net carbs are all very, very low. 
and 17 grams of protein in some bars and 18 grams of protein in others. So you get the protein you need, especially if you work out to give you that jolt of energy for you to be able to last all day. And where you want to go is you can even order, by the way, you can order a box where you get assorted flavors too. You don't have to just get a box where there's just only one flavor. But you need to go to BuiltBar.com to get those and use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off of your first order or your next order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com and check them out on Twitter at at bar underscore built for all of their social media. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, man. So we're rolling along here on segment three on a Monday. And we're talking about depth. Where the team is solid. Where they may need to look at developing someone or adding someone in the Uh, next phase of free agency or even uh, once training camp comes in and more guys become available, some of the things that you need to start looking out for where if they're going to peek their head out there and try to find somebody, this is where they're going to have to do it at at these certain positions. So far, we've really looked at the offense. The one group that is a tremendous concern is obviously the tight end group, uh, and maybe they need to find a couple of offensive linemen because that unit by itself is just so important that you can't, you know, you can't take any L's when it comes to uh, having guys that can play. Let's look at the defense real quick. Let's go back to front. I think, you know, it's obvious that one of the deepest units, along with the wide receiver unit, one of the deepest units on this team are the defensive backs. And I, I really believe the health is important. Uh, C.J. Henderson, as well as Andre Cisco, the new rookie safety that they got. It depends how healthy those guys coming into camp, but – I think they got bodies galore all over the place at the corner position. They're all long. They're all lengthy. And I really, really do think you're going to see a lot of competition for that fourth or fifth uh, corner or defensive back spot. Who's going to play nickel and all of those things. But this makes the drafting of Tyson Campbell, whether you like him individually as a player or not, but this makes this all make even that much more sense. And the reason why it makes much more sense is now you don't have to worry about them saying, okay, we got two starting corners. We don't have another guy who physically doesn't fit that. They're talented. They're talented. And they're long and they're lengthy at those spots. So, yeah, I, I will give credit where credit is due. This makes that, much like the ATN pick, this makes the Jaguars at that position. Now when you look at it, you go, they got a bunch of people. And that's what you want. You want a bunch of people and you want a bunch of people that physically have these athletic traits that will allow the Jaguars to be competitive. So I'm not concerned about uh, the depth or the number of players that I believe have those traits. It's just that the guys that they're going to depend on with Shaq Griffin as well as C.J. Henderson, they got to play well, and they got to look really, really good, and they have to – you know, Chris Ash is going to do a real good job of of getting those guys right and, 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 and having them ready to go. So that's an area I'm not concerned about. Let's go with linebackers. Am I concerned about linebackers? Not the starters, I'm not. I'm absolutely not concerned about the starters. I do think they need 
another edge. And um, when Ryan Kerrigan was signed with Philadelphia, I snapped my fingers like, damn, that's another, that's a veteran guy that they could have gone out and gotten. I do think behind Josh Allen and behind Kaylawan Chason that they need more help and more edge work. Uh, they're either going to have to get that help from Andre Smith, who uh, is their draft pick, or they're going to have to get it from some other guys that show up in, in practice. Maybe Dewan Smoot, if he's lost weight, will play a little bit outside um, his old college position. He can give you some work at the Sam spot. Or when they go to those four-down linemen, what's going to happen? You know, sometimes when they go to those four-down linemen and those different looks out of that uh, out of the defense that is going to be multiple, it's how they're going to line them up and where they're going to play. A lot of that, too, would depend on down and distance. So um, on the inside, Miles Jack, who's more like a inside slash will um, sort of like the Devonte David role is going to be outstanding and will probably end up being a guy who gets some serious all pro looks, especially if the Jaguars are able to win some games this year. I think he's going to be fantastic. I think Joe Schobert is a veteran who is probably going to be a little bit more relieved that he'll be doing some things that he's more used to in this defense than he was in the Todd Wash sort of shell of a defense. Um, behind them, there's going to be a lot of competition, a lot of free agents, uh, some guys that were picked up at the last minute. Dude played out in Kansas City on the Super Bowl team and started a bunch of games. And then guys like Shaq Quarterman, uh, who – Wilson is the linebacker I'm talking about. And then a guy like Shaq Quarterman, who played at Miami, young player, is now going to be in a system where – Maybe they'll be able to turn him loose too. Leon Jacobs and the rest of those guys, all of those guys that have been here for depth, I got to find out what they're going to do with, with young Mr. Williams. He, he just His body type just seems like it doesn't fit. But maybe because he's such a heat-seeking missile and has all of that speed, uh, they're going to find a way and find room for to put him in a position to where he does what he does best. And see, that's, what, that's the thing that's going to interest me with Joe Cullen. You're going to find out what guys know how to do and let them do that. Don't ask them to do things that they don't do well. And and I, I really think if you look at it from that perspective, Cullen is going to be able to uh, look at these guys for their individual uh, characteristics and traits and be able to put them in position. So I'm not concerned at all about the depth at linebacker, uh, inside linebacker, a little concerned about the depth at outside linebacker. But as long as those guys uh, who start can stay healthy, of course, and play well, I think they'll be fine. All right, let's take a look at the defensive line as we get ready to close this thing out. Uh, the defensive line, I believe, is is numbers-wise way, way better than they were before because they, you know, they have Malcolm Brown in the middle, and then you look at Devon Hamilton, who's coming back after a solid rookie year. Uh, he can play probably in the middle. He can probably play next to him, too. But then they brought back Doug Costin and, and Gostas and Adam Gostas. Um, they went out and got Harrison free agency and then Jahar Ward. They got some numbers. The Jaguars now have a lot of numbers. They drafted uh, the young Tufili in the in the draft. They have numbers and bodies, and now that unit, in my opinion, uh, becomes a whole lot more competitive. So it's not necessarily like it, it, there's no Clayus Campbell and and no Malik Jackson the way it was before, where you knew who the 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 top dogs were. This is a, this is really a bunch of guys that are going to get together and come in here and compete. And you know if you're if you're okay from like one to six, and you and you basically run a, a variation of the three four, which is three down linemen at a time, you'll be fine. The question is, what young guys are going to step up and who's going to develop? 
as the, as it is with any other team in the National Football League, the key is going to be how healthy can they stay, and if they stay well, if they stay healthy, how well will they play? But the thing is, is you have to at least stay reasonably healthy in a league where when you start testing your depth, that's when, you know, things obviously start to deplete because the guy behind the guy isn't better than the guy he was behind. And then definitely the guy behind him isn't better. And when you start getting to the next man up, that's fine to say it once. But when you go next man up and now you're saying it twice at the same position, it can get very, very difficult. So overall, the Jaguars, while they're not where they're going to be because they went out in free agency and signed like 13 guys who all had playing experience, that helped the depth on their football team. Whereas everyone wanted them to go out and get these star players. They used the draft to get their star players, and they used free agency to fill in their roster uh, as a whole and become more competitive. So I think it was a good strategy, and I think it's one – They may help, they may work uh, while they develop their young superstars um, in Trevor Lawrence and continue to Josh Allen, Caleb on Chase on CJ Henderson, while they develop those guys and DJ Chark and LaVisca Chenault and of course both running backs, they used free agency to, to, to sort of plug a lot of holes on the roster with experienced guys. And that in itself created a better depth than, um, than a one in 15, a team coming off of one in 15, would normally have. All right, man, it's your man Tony Wiggins here on a Monday. And don't forget to check out the Peacock and Williamson show. Um, great, great podcast with Peacock and Brian, Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson, uh, an analyst and former NFL scout to give it to you Monday through Friday. Also, please make sure you check out my man Peter Bukowski and Locked On Today. The, I call it the 20-minute espresso. Every single day he gives you the top stories from around the league and around other sports. And he uses all the local experts to get the news for you. So check both of those out and subscribe on the Odyssey app. Look, if you're having problems with one of these streaming services not being there, I can tell you who works. Odyssey works, Spotify works. You can check out uh, both of those podcast uh, entities to make sure that you're here with us every day on Locked on Jaguars. I'll see you guys again on tomorrow on a Tuesday edition of Locked on Jaguars. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.